it's, I mean, the, the, the concept with us is it's two, two nerdy idiots hanging out and, and fiddling with knobs and I can playing appreciate with that. <laughs> <laughs> were you totally, all, totally. Yeah, that, that, sound, that sounds great. Were, oh. you, were you always the, the tw- like tweaker and getting gear and pulling the back off stuff? That kind of. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, um, yep. Yeah, I, I've, ever since I was a kid, I've been sure. obsessed with how things worked and, and then how to, you know, break them, improve them or, or break them, you know, <laughs> Im- improve. <laughs> yeah. 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 I get that. that that's a very subjective term, but, but yeah, my whole life. So yeah, cool. Cause we, we um, checked out your about page on your Facebook just before, oh, sorry, website. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like, I've seen a bunch of your pedals around, but it seems like you want to rebuild a whole bunch of classic circuits. I guess that comes from the tweaking side of things. Yeah, and you know, I should probably update that page. Yes, yeah, because sure. <laughs> I've definitely, yeah, you know, I've definitely tried to move away from that a little bit in recent yeah. memory. But you know, sure. when I started, yeah, um, it was all about just kind of re- either doing stuff that people couldn't afford, like a clone, mm. or my takes on things that everyone else does. And it is that's. Um, what everyone does essentially but but yeah i don't know i I feel like i have a good ear from from my years of playing guitar and being around Mm. high-end vintage gear and stuff like that sure i think it's that thing of whether it's like technical side or the actual playing guitar side is when you get inspired by whole whole different um different walks of life so you might be inspired by the clone stuff and then fuzzes and then it's when you combine all your influences and you become like your own voice oh yeah yeah absolutely and i think that you know you have to uh, you know i I always everything for me comes back down to the feel of stuff and like you know if it doesn't feel right and if it doesn't you know respond right then it's like it's not right no matter how right it is on a a schematic Mm. you know that that only goes so far and i think that's a thing that you know, a lot of guys who are really good at the the electronic engineering side of things tend to forget sometimes is how well um, those things, uh, how, how important it is for something to feel under your, your finger and not whether it's going to reach this number of decibels or, or do this sure. or that to the, the waveform or something. Yeah, yeah, sure. And that's actually one of the things, So, because uh, yeah. I mean, being in Australia, we're sort of a little bit removed from a lot of things. And I've heard the name mm. Mythos around, but but really it was when I when I started when I was hanging out with uh, with RJ in in Germany a couple like a couple of months ago now. Uh, right. The, the two names that sort of came up uh, that he was talking about with pedals, and we were talking about feel. So it was you, and it was um, uh, Lawrence Petros, and he was sort yeah, of saying yeah. that's the two brands that um, uh, he the feel is is different to other drive pedals and stuff. It, they don't, it doesn't feel just like a distortion box or an overdrive. It actually feels like almost like you're playing an amp uh, as opposed to right. a pedal. So that's, what, right. just, that's that, what you were saying, you know. That's sort of where my even understanding of Mythos pedals generally sort of started really from when I was talking to RJ. Um, mm-hmm. Just being so removed, sadly, in Australia and not being able to try things out as much as we can as other places here. Right. Yeah, it's it's something that, you know, I, I have one dealer in Australia. I have deluxe guitars. Um, sure, yep. I guess they're outside Melbourne. They're Melbourne, and, so, uh, so uh, a long, 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 long way from us. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. 
Yeah. And it's, it's tricky because I, I, I love those guys. And, um, you know, in a way, it's it, for a guy that's doing this all by himself, sometimes it's hard to, to, to consider taking on more dealers. But I do get, you know, emails from dealers and stuff, you know, around the country. And uh, I'll think, well, I, you know, I don't want to have two dealers close together. And then I'll look at it on a map and they're like, you know, eight hours apart or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd, I'd, but for right now, yeah, it's just it's just deluxe, which uh, sure. they've been great. Yeah, well, that's for us. That's about what three thousand kilometers. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's probably is, two hours on a plane. Uh, so. Oh, three, no, oh wow. three, three hour flight to Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah, it's an hour and a half roughly to Sydney and about three hours to what, Melbourne. What planes are you going on? <laughs> slow, slow ones. The ones where you got to pedal still. Oh yeah. No, no, it's about a three hour flight to Melbourne. <laughs> no. Yeah. Two hours. I've flown years. <laughs> okay, well, let's say between two and three hours. <laughs> Won't get bogged down. Two and a half hours. hours. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a long flight. It's it's not not close. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a very big yeah. country, Australia. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't think people realize how big it is, um, especially a lot of us dumb Americans. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, 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 no. But I mean, vice versa. Like you know, a lot of people don't realize how big America is as well. The distances there, you know, to go from Nashville to LA. I mean, it's. Oh yeah, yeah no. That, <clears throat> I I went. Um, I drove to a dealer in Kansas, Mass Street Music, and that was around eight eight and a half hours. Um, okay. In the car. Yeah, yeah. And then a few days later, I was actually going to go to to Wildwood Guitars, which is in Denver. And I thought, well, I've already gone that far. I could just drive up and then drive one long drive back. But it would have been like you know a. 13 hour drive back or maybe longer from, from Colorado. So I was like, uh, you know, I'm not going to do that, but yeah, yeah. America's really big. And, and, and that's one thing I get a lot of people. Cause I do have people that use my stuff, you know, all over the globe. And, um, a lot of those people ask me when, you know, when are you coming to, you know, the UK or Germany or wherever? And, uh, you know, a lot of people are just asking me like when I'm going to come for a vacation. And, sure. uh, <laughs> I don't have a lot of time to do anything, but uh, I've I've gotten some flack from saying, you know, I haven't really had much desire to do that yet because I haven't even seen all of my own country yet. Yeah, exactly. It, it's mm. so big, you know. Yeah, and you've got a small child too, don't you? Yes. Yeah. So he's, that, that, uh, that eliminates all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, you know, he's actually really good on a plane, but he's not even two yet. So the thought of taking him, you know. <laughs> somewhere it's just like it's it's yeah. it's hard <laughs> we, we were foolish enough when my second born when she was about five months old my I, i'm originally from europe and my mum and dad live mm -hmm. over there and uh, there was added pressure of bringing the grandchild for a visit five months old child from australia to europe so that's 23 four hours in the plane uh, yeah, no, don't don't no. do it, folks. Don't do it. <laughs> Bad idea. Yeah, you just tell them to come to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's. Um, all right. But well, anyway, anyway, let's stop talking about kids and stuff. So, uh, how did you start? How did you get into music? Did you grow up in Nashville, or, or did you? No, I um, I, I grew up in a little town um, called uh, Sparta, which is uh, this tiny little town. It has a much cooler name than, than the town is. Um, <laughs> is that where, the, where, the, where the logo comes from as well? Is that something to do with Sparta? Like the the little where the, the what the face the little face? On oh it? oh, is that, yeah, is that the, something that to do with Sparta? Okay, yeah. Yeah, well, that, yeah, because I never. Um, uh, this is a different anecdote, but 
in when I was in high school, uh, I'm sure you guys remember at the drive end, yeah. the band. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they split up, and one one half of the band became the Mars Volta, and the other half became Sparta. And I was like, wait, like that's actually a really cool name. And so it dawned on me all the connection to Greek mythology and, and legend. And and so when I was trying to come up with the name, I was like, you know, what could I pull from where I'm from? Oh, but okay. um, yeah, but I grew up in this little town, um, and uh, it was about an hour and a half from Nashville. And so I, I went to Nashville a lot, but no one in my family played music apart from like my sister took piano lessons when we were little and we were both in the like concert and marching band mm. in, in middle and high school. Okay. But I started playing guitar when I was 15 and uh, you know, never, it, I always wanted to do it as a job, but it never became like a real thing. And so I just, was the guy that that practiced in his room and played in like small local cover bands and I you know I did some touring with some original artists but most of the time it was just you know a bedroom guitarist yeah. <laughs> but so, uh, yeah, yeah. but yeah yeah cool so being in Nashville it's obviously the biggest city sounds like the it's the big city close to where you grew up but yeah being such a music hub do you think it's like beneficial being in such a music center for your business? Oh, oh yeah. I mean, absolutely. And and, and a big like, part of it is not, um, I only ask because you know, everything's so, so much online now. Do you think it's still having that physical presence in a town like Nashville or LA or whether it's London or whatever it is, do you think it still helps having that? Oh yeah. 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 I think because one of the most important things that, that, in this industry, and I mean, I'm sure this is true for a lot of industries, but I feel like for guitar, um, since you you kind of have this, I mean, so many people have a personal connection to their instrument and players, you know, especially professional players, even more so is, you know, they, they have a connection to their gear. It's you know <laughs> part of what creates their sound. You have to, I think that's how I've approached a lot of my relationships with the players is actually getting to know them and, and being friends with them and, and, I would not have that opportunity if I lived in a, you know, if I lived an hour and a half away, that'd be okay. But, you know, mm. if I lived in the middle of nowhere, mm. um, when would I go get to see Josh Smith play or, or yeah. Joey Landreth or any of these guys that, you know, I probably wouldn't. Yeah. And so I think it affords a lot, a lot of opportunities just to shake a hand and say, Hey, this is what I do. I like what you do. Here's a pedal or something. Mm. And, um, it really puts you puts you out there, but there's so many people doing it in small towns and succeeding, and and it's just an online presence. But I, you know, I I know it's got to be a little harder, at least from the people I know that do it like that. It's harder. Sure, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely, I can imagine. Yeah, now I mean, physical presence. Yeah. Not, meeting someone in person is always a whole different ballgame than sending someone an email and stuff like that. Um, mm. So, so okay, so you started playing guitar in high school, you played in a few bands, did a little bit of touring with original music. So when, when did the, did, was that sort of that tinkering with pedals and, and, and trying to make your own stuff, did that sort of go along the same time as you were doing that? Or? Yeah, so I started, um, I, I, I was always like a guy that would just read about everything. Okay. So, you know, like how does a pickup work? Okay, I want to know that. Like why... Did Leo Fender design the Strat? I want to know that. And so I would just just read and read and read about gear online, and I'd troll forums and stuff. And, and in the early 2000s, in the, well, I guess 2004, probably 2005 maybe, I started hearing about pedal mods from guys like 
of course, Brian Wampler, this was before Wampler pedals was really even a thing. He yeah. called himself indie guitarist. Indie guitarist, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, um, of course, uh, Robert Keeley yeah. had his website. He was doing mods. And, and back then, he had all of his, not all of them, but some of the, the mods were actually on his website. You could, He would say, change you know C2 to this and change okay, okay. R10 to that. Yeah, yeah cool. so that was that was a while ago. Okay. And so what everyone did is, like the reason you see all those Keeley mods available from someone else doing it is because they copied wrote it, it down, wrote it down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's pretty cool, though. Um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Back then, uh, <clears throat> but I bought Brian Wampler's book and started buying um, used Boss pedals and Ibanez pedals on eBay, and I would mod them and then sell them and then get another one and do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And so I started doing that, and then slowly got into building my own pedals um, after modding pedals for a few years and and you know i still even to this day i love modifying pedals and i actually own um i own guitarpedalmods.com okay. which is a great url but I, I don't use it but but i did that for a while before the pedal building thing oh, ever cool. really happened i i did a lot of pedal mods and people would just send them to me yep. so yeah cool ah cool yeah interesting that's good yeah i i'm, I'm i don't know i i i couldn't do it i think if that, it, it either would open an enormous rabbit hole for me that I never get out of. <laughs> oh, <with laughs> or, mod- modifying mod- stuff? Mod- or looking generally at all this sort of stuff. Because I'm a bit like, uh, if I get into something, I really get into something. But mm. I think I, I'm, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, <laughs> I, I, it scares me to think if even starting anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, a lot of it is, there's, I think there's two different paths to go on. And this is like, uh, and and you see this this it's not necessarily a disconnect with the two different roads that a lot of people go is that some people um, are like the the tone junkies who say that you know this voltage cap sounds different from this one and and this year resistor sounds different from that and like they go on these these they go way down the rabbit hole and then you have guys more like me and guys like you know Josh Smith from JHS. Um, Josh Scott, Josh Smith, is a guitar sure. player. Josh Scott from GHS. Close enough. Um, right. They're both guitar players. Uh, who, yeah, who are like, you know, a surface mount component is not different from a through-hole component. And, the, you know, it's you're not hearing these tolerances when you're operating a pedal at 9 volts, so why worry about it? Mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah. there's definitely two different trains of thought. And, and I'm in the beginning, I was very much like everything has to be made through hole with panel mount jacks, switchcraft panel mount jacks, and like wire everything. And now I'm making stuff with, you know, surface yeah. mount components yeah. and a ribbon cable. And the only wire is just for the ground. And so it's like I've totally flip flopped, but this has made my life so much easier. And it sounds the same. So, yeah, cool. I, I guess if you actually put the time into A, B in them and you can confidently say in yourself that this sounds the same or. Yeah, completely happy with the audio. Well, so close that I mean, sonic, yeah. most people wouldn't know the difference. Yeah, most people mm-hmm. don't, and and that's not to say that most people don't have the ability to. But you know, when you play stuff day in day out, and you really you know what you're listening for, yeah. then it's a different thing. And that I think a lot of this for me came from from working at a at Carter Vintage Guitars, which was something I did. Um, from uh 2015 to 2017 okay and i like i just dove into this job i I bought like encyclopedias on like every year modifications for 
you know, like every change they made to Martin guitars and, you know, every change they do for Fenders and Gibsons. And they just really dove into that. And I, I really, when I wasn't helping customers, I was trying to learn okay. and listen to these things that I'd read about and hear the differences. And once you like compare, you know, an actual 59 burst to a reissue and, and vintage mm. pre CBS Fenders to a real one, you start to, your ear changes and kind of evolves to listen for different things. And, and that that has really helped me on my tonal journey, um, you know, like when it comes to tweaking pedals and hearing harmonics and things that jump out when some people who have never thought to listen for those things would never even notice it. No, exactly right. Sure, yeah. I guess education for yourself and then for yeah, others yeah. too. It's not that people are stupid. They just haven't learned about that particular subject yet. Right, and, and, yeah. and you have to really pay attention to a lot of those things too, mm. you know. Yeah, cool. Yeah. There you go. So, have you ever thought of with all the tinkering <laughs> stuff? Have you ever thought of? Uh, as in, I mean, not tinkering, but with all that looking at the history of like Martin guitars, and <coughs> have you ever thought of building guitars as well? Is that something that you've been? Or are you oh, thinking yeah, about? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is that another rabbit I mean, hole now? <laughs> well, you know, it's it's all it's it's not as much of a like. I, I, I have, I've designed guitars that I, you know, I, I've, I've, I've drawn up, um, like PDF pictures of like, okay. a, not one-to-one, but you know, like designs that I would like to have made. And, and I've, I've came up with a lot of headstock designs and I've thought about this, oh, cool. um, yeah. for years and years, but it's not something that I've ever wanted to actualize because of just space and time, you know, right now with the pedal thing, I'm working 80 plus hours a week oh, and, crap. and oh, yeah, I have yeah. a wife and, and a child and the thought of like doing something new <laughs> all in my garage. Yeah. It just makes me want to, you know, lie face down on the floor for, you know, the rest of my life. <laughs> Covering all the pedals and sawdust. There we go. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Pedals and sawdust and, and component trimmings and stuff. But, but I want to, I want to build an amp and I, I've thought about winding pickups cause I'm into all that stuff, but it's just, it's just time, sure. you know? Yeah. And, and, and I know but how I do things, uh, I'd have to go to the nth degree and doing that is expensive. And I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Cause there's actually, there's a guy here and he's, he's quite well known around the world, but a uh, Tim guitars, T Y M. Have you ever heard of him? Uh, it sounds familiar. So it's have it's to spelled T Y M, but um, he's he's in Brisbane, so not far from where we are. And mm. He um, he he has this independent music shop um, uh, where he sells guitars and stuff. But then he started tinkering with pedals and makes pedals. Uh, but then he also started doing um, amps and he started building amps, and then he kind of started building guitars as well. <laughs> so right. he starts doing all of this, and he's become he's become quite well known all around the world. Mm. But he's sort of similar, I guess, to you. He's sort of that he he just loves working out how everything goes and really diving into the history of everything, and then coming up with his own stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. I I'm totally like I want to do those things, sure. uh, like 100. percent And it may be one day when I have, you know a bunch of teenagers that I'm paying no money to do all this work for me. <laughs> Your own kids, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When he grows up and he's doing all the work, um, <laughs> then, then I can start tackling some of that. But but yeah, like the thought of, of doing more things right now. Yeah. But, you know, I have so much to do with the pedals, you know, on top of just building the damn things, you know, trying to market everything and um, come up with new designs and, and stuff is, is so taxing and so uh-huh. hard, you know, I, it's not something like you really think about until you like 
you know, put out on, on a piece of paper, like all the job responsibilities you have, you know, and, and for the most part, things, things that happen are just me, uh, except for things that I, I physically can't do like powder coating and, um, okay. printing yeah. the enclosures <laughs> and drilling them, you know, like I could, but, um, why, you know, my time is more valuable compared to like what I would pay someone to make an enclosure for me, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And it's just yeah. you and your, your partner, wife, building or doing, running the business yeah or? yeah, yeah, yeah morgan uh, my wife yeah. she helps do well here i'll show you she helps do uh population so she oh, cool. will yeah nice uh yeah put components on. i don't know if, how well you can see that but she yeah. puts all the okay the components on the pcbs and then i solder them okay and uh yeah and then um she'll help uh populate the enclosures so she'll put all the the PCBs in the enclosures and, you know, put all the nuts and knobs and yeah. what okay. have you on there. But, uh, but yeah, but you know, with, you know, she's a full-time stay at home mom too. So, mm. you know, having a, you know, a two year old basically is, oh, yeah, yeah. is a, a full time job. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I know the feeling. He, he's, he's one of those childless people, but I've got two. Yeah. I know exactly. Oh. <laughs> he's he's, Enjoy still, it. Well, he's still happy. He still smiles. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I've never been more happy, but I've also never been more tired. It's you know? yeah, it's, it's sort like, of, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but it's, it's worth it. It's great. Yeah, it's cool. It's he every once in a while randomly sends me messages during a day going, "I just had a nap." And like, you bastard. Oh yeah, <laughs> just just to rub it in. That's all. Just to rub it in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, those days I, are over when you've got <clears> yeah, it. It is, and it's you know a lot of my friends will you know like. We'll talk about you know we're thinking maybe having kids in a few you know years or next year and i'm like have you done all the stuff you want to do because if you haven't you better go do it, it it ain't gonna happen it ain't gonna happen <laughs> right speaking of i'm going on a cruise tomorrow oh well yeah good on you man good well done well done <laughs> just to rub it in see that's the kind of stuff i have to deal with that's yeah, yeah that's fantastic <laughs> right i'm going i'm going uh, to, to my daughter's school for a sporting event tomorrow. Wow. See, that's the kind of stuff. Mm. That, yeah, You're such what, a sporty yeah. guy. I know, and I'm a super sporty guy, so that's always there. Yeah. It's <laughs> funny. Anyway, anyway, uh, that's nice. all the good fun stuff, but you know, what can you do? Um, Thank you. So, so, okay, so when it comes to, um, back to, back to you and your pedals, <laughs> when mm. it comes to um, designing new things and come, is it basically, when you're designing stuff, is it coming from, something you want because you maybe you play guitar and you go oh this could be different and i could tweak it or is it is that sort of the, the dominant dominant kind of thought process process or yeah, that's the word i was yeah, thinking yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. or is it usually is it more an outside source or is it someone <laughs> people saying to you i wish you would do this or i wish you would do that or it, it it's a little of both uh you know, there's definitely some things that I don't like, uh, so I, I probably won't make them. Like, okay. uh, I don't like compressors, and okay. people ask me all the time, when are you going to make a compressor? I'm like, I'm not. Okay. Um, you know, so there's that kind of thing. But, you know, I, I will get sounds in my head. Like, the my, my best example is the Chupacabra, which is my take on the ZZ Top sound, like the early oh, cool. ZZ Top sound. That's actually, I think, one yeah, that, that it, RJ mentioned. I think he quite likes that one. I love That's those albums. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah uh, when when I first met him, I told him I build pedals, and I was like, you should try this, and I gave it to him, and then he bought okay. it, and I was like, I would have just given this to you, <laughs> but he didn't ask, so. Uh, <laughs> um, but <clears throat> the, uh, the Chupacabra was just me chasing that early sound, and I, and I worked on it for probably around a year, and I made 
five or six different, completely different circuits, you know, starting from scratch every time. And I chase that. And then stuff like the pedal, like the Argo, which is uh, based on the old prescription electronics COB uh, fuzz. Okay. Uh, I just had people telling me to make it. Okay. And um, I whipped up a prototype and it sounded cool. And I, you know, put my own spin on it, changed, you know, a number of components to make it easier to build and, and, replicatable that's one big thing for me is like a lot of the greatest stuff uh is is great because you can't find the parts anymore Mm -hmm. Uh, so i want things to be made like that but that that one was you know i had friends just saying you should really try this try to make it and so that's that happened but most of the time it's just stuff in my head that i'm wanting to get out and then i go to the community to say you know if i made this what would you like to see it have and that's something I, i i try to remain plugged in um, so that, you know, I, I don't feel in my, my head about everything. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess there's two ways to approach it, whether like this is a cool new product or what would you like to see in a new product? And it can, right. be, can be successful either way, I think, because. Yeah. And you know, yeah. some people, they really, um. You know, they bombard you with things they think they need. <laughs> and they don't realize about how much it takes to implement some things. Um, okay. But, but yeah, I think I don't think it's ever bad to ask the community, would you actually like this? Would you spend $100, $200, $300 on this? You know, because sometimes you'll get a resounding no. And that, that is, that's, good to, that's good to know when you're, you know, having to pony up all this money to do it. Yeah, sure. So on average, so how long would it take from the sound in your head to the pedal in your hands? Like that, that whole process, how long does it, is it like an can it be really quick and it can take, or it can take really, it sort of can be anything. Yeah. You know, it's funny. The, um, <clears throat> I don't know if you saw uh, the Positron Collider, which was my homage to Ghostbusters in a, in okay. a pedal. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It looks kind of like the trap. But I, um, <laughs> which that's cool. That's I, very cool, actually. <laughs> I, I loved it, and they didn't sell, so I don't know. But the uh, the circuit for that, uh, the first revision, I had to change like one part, and it was done. It looked, it sounded okay. good. It worked, and that was like that. But then, um, like the new delay I'm working on, um, which I've already, I have a prototype, and it works, and I showed it off at Nam, and people loved it. Uh, but now it's starting to give me fits and this has been, you know, getting close to nine months Okay, and it could very well take over a year to finish that. So sometimes it's, it's overnight. Um, sometimes I just whip up a schematic and put it on a circuit board and order it and then I get it and it works. And then sometimes you're like, well, none of this is right. Um, and that's happened a lot too. I have boxes and boxes okay. <laughs> of just like, Failed attempts on on this in my my guitar room upstairs. Do you ever look at the failed attempts and then open it up and go, actually, this is really cool? Have, has that ever happened before? Yeah, um, I, I did a. I was working on a design um, for Rift City Guitar, which they closed, but um, they wanted this exclusive design, and, and I had this idea of I'd never messed with the DoD two hundred and fifty. Um, oh, that's like I really one, that's tried my, to tweak it. That's one of my all-time favorites. Yeah. yeah, I love that thing. Well, I love the real pedal, and and I've played some clones that I don't like, and I thought, well, let me try to tweak this, and so I did, and I hated it. And then, 
<laughs> after about a year, I was just going through that box of like all my stuff. And I found that pedal and I plugged it in and it sounded really cool. And I was like, what was wrong with me? Like, this was actually really neat. So, <laughs> yeah, well. um, yeah, you know, and that, that happens a lot that sometimes you revisit something and, you know, maybe you were just having a bad day or you just, I don't know, you know, it's, in your head about it. So did, has that ever seen a lot of day that, that, have you no, ever, no, no, still not. Okay. It, it, it might, uh, it's actually, uh, it's on my to-do list for, um, something but I, you know I, I make so many overdrives that sometimes the thought of like releasing another, another overdrive mm. just like just bores me and, and like sure. i love overdrives like 90 percent of my pedal collection upstairs is is just overdrives yeah cool. and I, it's but, a never-ending quest the never-ending quest of finding the right oh, one <laughs> i have i have all of my favorite overdrives i mean when i worked at carter i got to play like everything you know and i have like I have, I have a real Klon. I've got, you know, a, an analog man, true vintage eight oh eight. I've got like all this stuff that like makes me happy. But I'll just see one. I'm like, you know, I, I could try that. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of them I don't really like, but I just like don't want to get rid of them because it's like, Cause it's a cool you know, thing. they're yeah. not eating anything. Yeah, and they're cool. Not, yeah. not eating anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Not eating anything. I <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've, got, I've, I've got a wall of. I'm really into DoD. That's sort of one of the things. I, 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 the old DoD stuff. I love that. And I, mm-hmm. there's like a whole wall here. You can't see it, but um, yeah, I don't use them very often. But I just love looking at them. There's just something about them that's just. Um, oh, everybody has. To, they have something that they want to collect right. in some shape or form, and I, I don't really get like that about a lot of things. But with overdrives, I get. Like I get kind of sentimental about them, and that's that's like the only thing I get really like, like uh, I remember when I bought this, and like that's you know this makes me happy for yeah. whatever reason, you know, even if I haven't plugged it in in you know five years, you know. But that doesn't matter. It's it, that's that's right. Yeah. Still makes you happy. Still makes you happy. Yeah. <laughs> right. You didn't. Yeah. Not going around burning down schools or anything. So it's a, it's <laughs> no, a, no, it's a good addiction. I do have a lot of. <laughs> it's a good addiction to have. That's my point. <laughs> I, I do have uh, I, I will have gear purges fairly often and sometimes I regret that like I'll sell stuff oh, yeah. that I'm like ah, I should have kept it but but yeah um, I'm, I'm really like I'm the kind of person that when they get something new I think all oh, all this old, old stuff's got to go mm-hmm. like when I got a Novo guitar oh, yeah. and cool. in my head I was like ah, I should just sell on my other guitar <laughs> um, but I didn't thank God <laughs> I, I did I did one of the ultimate bad things back in the days where I, I had a clone. I had an actual clone, but, mm-hmm. I, but I got rid of it very early on because it, it has the the other, not, not the boss style, but the headphone jack yeah, style the, power. The, yeah. The eighth, eighth inch. And it just, it just, annoyed. this, I mean, this is back, this was in the late nineties, early two thousands. And it just annoyed me because you couldn't, you didn't have those ready, readily available converters and stuff like you do now. Right. And yeah. I got rid of it and I bought it really cheap secondhand at a, at a secondhand shop and I got rid of it really cheap secondhand at a secondhand shop. And oh, man. since then, I've been hitting my head a lot, and I don't sell anything anymore. <laughs> I, I remember seeing them on eBay when I was, I think I was probably still living at home, like like not too long after high school, you know, Yeah. and thinking, I could buy this, but, you know, $400, $500, you know, it's not <laughs> worth that. And, you know, I should have bought every, I like. I remember in high school going to pawn shops and like all sorts of stuff and seeing, you know, vintage like melody makers and juniors and like music masters and all the cheap student guitars yeah. for like no money. Yeah. And now 
you know, they're uh, ridiculous five times. Yeah, what they were worth. Yeah. So, so that, that, that's that's my one big regret. I got rid of that. <laughs> I think I, tra- I don't think I, I honestly don't remember because it was a time where I, I used to trade stuff all the time. I used to get pedals and gear mm-hmm. and just trade it at secondhand shops. And yeah, that's one of the things. That's why I don't sell anything. That's why I'm, I, I'm completely. Oh, yeah. It's insane. Yeah. You, you can't, can't. You can't really see it. There's lots. There's tons. Of stuff. I can see that one shelf behind you. That's got a lot of. Oh yeah. Is that Thorpey? What is that? No, no. There's uh, behind us. There's um, oh, there's Zvex. There is uh, Australian brand called Mostronics. That's all that sort of um, orange and white. Oh, okay. White and orange kind of stuff. Mm. There is yeah, Chase Bliss. There is uh, Bogner. There is. There's tons of stuff. Stuff. Nice. I, I have a problem. <laughs> that's okay. It's better than doing burning down schools. Yeah, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> right, right. As we now School find burning. out. Uh, or, or that, that wasn't me. Hey, um, so, as a builder, what other builders inspire you? Like, you know, I um, totally fanboy. I get inspired. What's that? Just fanboying on. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> you know, I, I I get inspired more by. Um, like I get really inspired by good design, like opening up like a spaceman effects. Oh, yeah. okay. Like the the piece the PCBs on those is like you know beautiful, and then I look at it and think, oh my god, how much hard work! Like you know, like that's really cool. But I think the things that inspire me more than anything are like really good sounds, like Lawrence Petros. Mm-hmm. Like he can take a Marshall circuit or any, you know, any classic amp and like put it in a box and make it feel like that amp. And yeah. to me, that's really cool and i think those kind of things inspire me um you know big time but also like you know guys like josh scott you know he and and joel from chase bliss when i was it was winter nam of uh this year i i was i went to the nam show i had some board or had a board at a booth and i was hanging out um with those guys at their big like pedal party and i was just talking to them about like design and, and moving to surface mount and all these things. And they're just so like, they're, they're inspiring because you hear their story of, of how they transitioned into, you know, from being like doing this all by themselves to like having like a, a you know, even more than a boutique brand now, you know? And to me, oh, that, that is, is inspiring. Man, right? Yeah. JHS is massive. Oh yeah. I mean, saying, you know, so is JHS, you know, it's hard to, you know, consider that, a lot of these brands boutique, even though to me they, they still kind of are, but they're you know they're huge. They're yeah. they're household names. It's like yeah, you know yeah. they aren't these little bespoke pedals anymore, and and I think that's still okay. You know, for some people that's still like kind of a dirty word. You know that if it's not it's boutique, but it's not you know. But to me, it's like it's all really good. So why talk about it? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Is it good or not? Does it sound good? It is good, kind of. Thing. Yeah, this is something that you know. I think a lot of guitarists are talking about now. Is that is there really any like bad stuff anymore? I mean, there's like there's stuff that you may not like, but like, you know, when I started playing guitar, there were you'd open up the the guitar catalog and there'd be Boss, Dod, Electro Harmonics, Ibanez maybe, uh, Ibanez, and like that was kind of it. Yeah. And, and you know. 
the cheap stuff was like Ariane, which now people really like, but yeah. <laughs> there was not a lot of options. It was like the little cheap uh, plastic down electro pedals uh, when I was like in the middle of high school and stuff. Yep. Yep. Um, which are actually really cool as well. That, that some, some of them, them are really cool. cool yeah. And some of them are so bad. Um, <laughs> like I had the phaser and I, I, I played it like in recent memory and it was not great. I just bought oh, one yeah, of these secondhand. That. That's just the coolest thing. Just looking at it, that, that's the uh, the Danoa, <laughs> DoD Danoa. It looks so cool. And yeah, it's, there's a, it's the, like a Chrysler. The fuzz yeah. on this is amazing because it's got a fuzz on it as well. So it's a Y and a fuzz. Mm-hmm. And the fuzz is just, I love the fuzz. It's huge, yeah. And it's huge and, and, and looks you know. Like, it looks like a car. It looks like a car and it right. doesn't fit <laughs> any pedal board, but I love that stuff. <laughs> it's just awesome. But even the stuff. But like, you know, like, the guitars were were not that great. Like beginner guitars, and now like yeah. Squire Affinities are like fantastic for the yeah. money. I, I bought one. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, silly. I've got a I've got a um, um, Jay Maskis Squire, and yeah, and I've I've also uh, you can oh yeah there, mm-hmm. there I've got a um, uh, Elvis Costello um, right. Jazzmaster, and I almost prefer the, the Squire <laughs> over the expensive Fender. Hey, <laughs> it's a. They make great guitars now. Oh yeah, yeah. They're all reasonably affordable, and like it's. I think it's weirder when you play one that's bad. You know, it's like oh yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, we've talked about this on a podcast of how um, if we were in high school now, you'd just be spoiled for choice. Like, oh yeah, as, yeah. as opposed and, to nineteen ninety seven when it's crap. <laughs> right, and, and like. Like you, you have one friend that has like a really good amp, and like everyone else is playing like yep. little solid state PV practice amps that that sound really bad. That some people like. I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> I, I was actually just watching a um, yeah. watching a YouTube video last night. That, uh, what's his name? Uh, Produce like a pro. Warren Hewitt. I don't know oh, if yeah. you ever watched that. Uh, he, it's quite a big channel, and he he does these uh, studio tours. He goes to bigger studios. And they were raving about PV Bandit saying, oh, that's one of the best names ever. And, you know, it's in its massive <laughs> studio and it's, they can have anything, but they're PV Bandit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like each to their own. You play a PV Bandit and you get, you might be like, oh, that's pretty neat. And then you play like, you know, 100 Watt Marshall and you're like, oh, no, like yeah, throw yeah. the PV in the trash. Yeah. 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 But <laughs> whatever. Each to their own. I'm kind of a grumpy old man in a lot of respects and like, um, I'm not. I mean, because normally, like when I play guitar, I, I barely use pedals, um, which is ironic. But okay. <laughs> I, um, yeah, no, like seriously, when I play guitar, like if I ever have a gig, I'll have like an overdrive and a delay and maybe a univibe, and like that's it. Um, so, so what, so what kind of stuff do you play? Personal, I, I mostly am. Well, you know, like I'm, I'm mostly like a bluesy rock guy, um, yeah. and I love a lot of, um, you know, indie rock and stuff like that, and you know. But I think to describe me as a guitar player, I, I'm, I'm kind of like I, I like I played kind of like Billy Gibbons meets I don't know somebody <laughs> from Franz Ferdinand or something. I don't know. Like it's, it's a combination of things. <laughs> okay. but, um, but Billy Gibbons is my favorite guitarist, and like if you want to hear some terrible ripoffs of his playing, you just go to my YouTube channel and you can be <laughs> liked in my, my my skills. <laughs> yeah, I think. Um... Uh, might have been sixteen, maybe, and um, the first festival I went to because I grew up in a small small town, like hours hours inland, and um, the first festival I went to ZZ Top headlined. Oh really? Yeah, was, I still remember like the kick drum changed your pulse, just hit you in the chest, and 
It's so rock. Yeah, the, you know, it's funny. Like, <clears throat> I love like ZZ Top. Like, the old ZZ Top is my favorite, favorite, favorite music. And, like, if you haven't uh, ever heard, like, the original recordings before they remastered it, because after, like, Sharp Dress Man and all that stuff came out, they remastered all the original records. Okay, yep. But you can, like, just Google, like, original pressing ZZ Top recordings and you can find like FLAC files and listen to it. And it's, it's so cool. And like you go back and, and you get on YouTube and listen to like bootlegs of like shows from the mm. early seventies. And it's just like the tones that he had in his playing, like the whole band was like, it's like a different band. And yeah. okay. the, that's some of my favorite guitar playing like period. Um, so if you like, blues and loud electric guitar like southern rock sort of things you owe it to yourself to listen to all that yeah quite a few years ago a friend burnt me some cds of the early albums like the first couple and i had them in my car for ages yeah yeah they're they're great yeah it's like just a loud bar band yeah well yeah and like you know i think the coolest thing about all those early recordings and this was something that i you know, kind of found out when I was designing the Chupacabras, like there's no, like Billy tells a different story about every single thing. Like, you know, like you never know what kind of amp he used. Um, you know, he used his pearly gates less Paul, but apart from that, it's like, like it's all just like myth and legend. And I think that's, that's kind of neat, you know? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> nice. He used, he used to, yeah. uh, he still uses the, the Expendora a lot, doesn't he? That's his, isn't that one of his? No, things? he, he, he used to. Oh, used um, to? Okay. Yeah, he had like he would have one like around his neck. Uh, like he put cables and like plug it in. Oh, really? <laughs> and and he had them on a rack. On the rack, like, yes, yeah, like a tower like, of them. Yeah, I remember seeing pictures of that. Yeah. Um, that's, but that's pretty cool. He, he goes through so many changes. I don't even think – I think he just has like some MXR fuzz boxes now. And okay. He mainly uses those um, – the, the Magnetone amp. But like for a while he had like a Marshall – preamp rack thing and then like he but yeah i don't know he and, and i've seen him recently and it's it's still like it sounds cool but it's not the same you know it's just not <laughs> yeah nice <laughs> yeah, I but again i'm a snobby old man sure. trapped in a <laughs> middle-aged man's body <laughs> that sounds great who <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wouldn't want to be that um no, I can relate to that. I'm, I'm, I think, it, again, this is always going back to children and him not having children. Once you have children, you become a grumpy old man. Oh, yeah. Like, as you get older, and like this is something that I noticed before I started having kids, but like now that I, I have a child, I really see it. When you watch movies, you're like, man, why are these kids being so disobedient? You know, the parents are just <laughs> yeah. looking out for them. You do, know and, that, you, know. you do know Home Alone wasn't a documentary, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It wasn't. Yeah, like that. <laughs> like watching the beginning of Home Alone, though, as like a parent, like these yeah. are the worst people. Yeah, exactly like that right. Poor kid. No exactly. wonder he wanted to stay home. <laughs> so, what, what did that guy do for a living to take the whole family to Paris for Christmas? Too? Right. Yeah, I don't know. Drug that, Yeah, Drug I don't think it's ever ex- explained. Yeah. <laughs> That makes sense. The, they, should, they should make a behind the behind the music kind of style, but yeah. behind Home Alone, <laughs> the true story. <laughs> I think you could get Macaulay Culkin to, to sign up for that. I bet he'd do it. Probably he'd, he'd do most <laughs> things. I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back to pedals. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. It's all fun. It's, I mean, like I said, like, you know, just anything you want to talk about, feel free to talk about. Um, okay. So, uh, <laughs> um, anything in the pipelines that we should... I know I had, I had a talk to a certain someone about a possible pedal that you may have co- collaborated with a certain someone that may be coming out, which I don't know if I should say anything about that yet, but... Well, yeah, well, um, well, he's talked about it. So, yeah, RJ and I are doing uh, something. Yes, um, yes. I'm not going to say what uh, yet, but it, it's going to be it's going to be cool. Um, he's approved the sounds, and now I just have to like uh, make it work. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm I'm working on some with him. I'm working on something with uh, Rhett Shaw. Oh, cool. Okay. Another great cool. YouTuber um, that I can't really talk about yet either. Um, but that pedal uh, works currently. It's really noisy. It kind of, um, but there's parts on a circuit board that are just like flying everywhere. So I think that has something to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but those two are in the works. Of course, I'm trying to finish this delay. Uh, I actually I announced. What's what's well, your, I, I shared a picture. Oh, go ahead. What's your delay you're working on? Uh, it's called. It's actually over there in my pedal board, but it's called uh, the Oracle, mm-hmm. and it's my attempt <clears throat> to marry a deluxe memory man and an Echoplex with ah. like some modern features. Yeah, so it's got the preamp of, of an Echoplex, um, not, not like a. It's got a preamp. It's not necessarily like a straight up copy of an Echoplex preamp, but it's a you know a slight dirty yeah, yeah, boost yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it has. Uh, modulation that's kind of like a set it and forget it has a little uh, tactile switch that you just push and it turns the modulation on or off and there's a little trim pots on the side for you to adjust speed and depth yeah has tone controls for the repeats so it has a a high and low control for the repeats excuse me and it has a subdivision switch that Mm -hmm. can do all the permutations of subdivision a tap and then if you hold the tap it like you know oscillates oscillates. Ah, cool 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 yeah, and so it's really cool. It's it uh, it sounds really good. Um, everything is designed, but it um, it's introducing a little noise, and so I've got to figure out where yeah. that's coming from, and and like Fun-tunes. it's a nightmare. Like yeah, because yeah, I've already um, the 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 beauty of of hiring a designer is that because um, I hired a designer and he's done a great job, but now I've like tried it with a lot more amps. I'm starting to hear things that I didn't notice with other amps. Okay. Um, cause every amp has a different, like, you know, noise floor and yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. out of preamp gain. Mm. Uh, and so now I have to like, we're probably gonna have to make some changes, but I've already bought like all this stuff to make this pedal happen. Oh, okay. And it's like, <sighs> <laughs> so sure. hopefully we can fix it, but it's, it's, that's coming. Uh, I'm working on, or I just finished this, which is, um, the Herculean V2 in a top mount format. Oh, so this is, yeah. yeah so the, the original Herculean was like an 808 thing. That's that was a modded 808. But this is um, like a a complete starting from the, the ground floor on that circuit and okay. taking a lot of stuff away, adding some new things. So it has what I call a clarity control, which is a modified tone circuit, and then a bass control. And to me, this is like my foray into like the light speed shimmy genre thing without being a straight up copy of anything like it's 
it's derivative of some classic circuits, but it's not a copy of anyone else's work, so to speak. But this is uh, this was in a side jack model, and I just got these enclosures Told today. Me. Okay. Um, so I'm excited about that. And then another one that's going to be coming out, I think officially we'll announce it on this Friday. Um, but this is an updated version of the Joey Landreth uh, Mjolnir. Ah, yeah, that's um, a lot of people talk mm, about that one as well. That's another pedal that you hear a lot about. Uh, I like, I like the Mjolnir. The, I like yeah, the, I like the color. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so when I originally met Joey, I said I, I want to make you a, a Mjolnir, which is my version of a you know Klon. Yeah. He said, make it look like a, a dream sickle. So it's orange sparkle with um, cream knobs. <laughs> All right. And and so yeah, this is just this will be. Um, Something I think he's just going to sell these at shows. Oh, really? Because, okay. um, That's cool. Yeah, because we made the High Road, which is a little mini uh, fuzz, mm. and he sold those at shows, and he just like he could he'd sell out in like two or three gigs. Okay. Well, that's neat. And uh, like, yeah, it's incredible. Like because because I you know I get to support my friend and, and give him product, and he gets to support his tour mm. by selling pedals. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, it's, it's, you know, it's win-win. really neat. But the the the, the meal, what was? Oh, I just said it's a win-win for oh, every, win win for everyone. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, but the uh, the meal near, I think I I might sell a few uh, for international stuff. Um, because I know there'll be some people in you know probably in Australia and in you know Japan and places that'll want these. But Joey's just going to sell the rest at shows. Oh yeah, yeah. But I'm super excited about this, uh, and it sounds good and it looks cool. So. It looks really cool. But yeah. Ah oh, man, there's so much stuff. Um, I'm, I'm 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 doing a fuzz face kit. Ah, um, cool. Yeah, because I I try, I made a kit um, a few months ago. I made just a a, a linear power booster clone, an LPB one mm-hmm. clone in a in a you know like a raw aluminum enclosure, and you could build it yourself. And uh, I thought, you know, maybe I'll sell twenty or something. And uh, we sold a ton like the first weekend, and people really liked it, but people wanted something a little bit more interesting. And so we're going to do a, a modified fuzz face that, you know, is silicon. So, you know, it's not going to have germanium, like picky germanium transistors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that that's uh, something that I'm going to be getting some more components tomorrow and I'll like dial that in. And once that's ready to go, then people can probably start ordering that, you know, in, a, in two or three weeks, I hope. And I'll be shipping them before December. But um, the okay. kit thing is like, really neat you know i get to grow the brand and um so get it. things in people's hands that want to mm-hmm. like take that step and it like yeah. it's, it doesn't make hardly any money but it's just really neat and, and i get to connect with a lot of people that way yeah huh. it's like the interactive kind of element of your business yeah right yeah because I, I think that's something that i've leaned to leaned into with um with instagram mm. you know like really connecting with people doing the live streams you know i don't get a ton of people watching but but you know Sometimes I'll have long conversations with people on a live stream, and after that, you know, I'll see an order every couple, you know, months. And I, you yeah. know, I'm not doing it to solely for the purpose of, of gaining sales, but I do want to just really connect with people and and be part of the community. And hopefully, you know, at some point, I want to start doing more YouTube stuff and, um, yep. yeah. uh, you know, do more things that aren't wholly, you know, related to the the mythos thing. Yeah, cool. But I mean, it's cool. I think, and that's what I mentioned also at the your live stream when when I sort of commented mm-hmm. on that. It's I think it's really good because it it gives a face to the company. So and, and and people start to really understand, which I think there's still a bit of a, a, a lack in that. Uh, 
people look at a brand like Mythos and go, oh, it's, you know, he probably has 10 people working for him and and people don't seem to grasp it's just one guy working in his garage, you know, and, and getting all mm-hmm. this stuff done. So I think it's good. It, it gives an insight, you know, for people. Yeah, and, and I, I don't feel like, I mean, uh, you know, Josh Scott has an incredible vlog and he definitely <laughs> let people in. And Jamie from Earthquaker is starting to do that a little bit more. Um, but, uh, you know, Mason from Vertex, of course, he does that on YouTube as well. But I don't, I don't feel like a lot of people put themselves out there. And I, I feel like a lot of pedal builders are kind of introverted uh, private people anyway. But um, it comes, it probably comes my, with building pedals, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. I don't want to be out in public. I want to be in here, you know, yeah, with the soldering yeah. iron and smoke. Um, but <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> lead smoke. Um, I, Delicious. no lead. I don't use any lead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. For me, it's helped me really get out of my shell. And that was something that after I, I really started pushing on Instagram, it's like I want to connect with people and, and have them know who I am and, and not as a, for me to get famous just so I can, you know, be a part of the community. Yeah. And now, you know, they, they know my face, even though I shaved off my beard and I have yeah. this horrible mustache November, for yeah. November, yeah. but, but it's, you know, it's fine. It's fine. It'll, it'll, it'll all grow back. December <laughs> <laughs> yeah. will come soon. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So with your, um, your, your new circuits, what kind of beta testing do you do? Like, obviously you mentioned go through different amps and see how things react with mm. different circuits. Um, do you send them to like friends and trusted people to get opinions and, or just yourself? Uh, sometimes, uh, usually yeah. the thing I, I'll do is, um, the, I, there's so many great guitar shops and, and guitar players oh, here in town. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I tried uh, like whenever I have something like, let's say if this was new, yeah. um, I, before I ever like, got the box, you know, like this, I would have the circuit board more like more like this. Usually I'll, I'll design something and lay it out yeah. so I can get it in my hands and have a tangible thing. And then I'll take this to a shop and play it with a variety of amps um, so I can hear it, how it interacts with the Vox, with a Marshall. Yeah. I have a Fender, you know, but like mm. really I'll, I'll, like hear the interaction and, and try it with different guitars. And while I'm there, I'll get people to, to listen to it. Um, Sometimes I'll send them out to, to people, mm-hmm. but usually I can get a good feel on whether or not this is going to work or not. Because sometimes, th- this has happened quite a few times, I'll make something and I'll play it with my gear at home and think, this is great, this is going to be a hit. And then I take it you know, to Carter and play it through something as, as standard as like a Hot Rod Deluxe and yeah. it sounds really bad. And I'm like, yeah. I can't sell this. I've got to yeah. restart. So sure, yeah. I try to do that. There's definitely been some times where I've thought, this will be fine. And, and it, it, it has been. And sometimes where I thought this will be fine and it, it was not. Uh, and I had to go back to the drawing board in the middle of a, a run. But you know, that's I, I, I kind of fly by the seat of my pants a little too much. But it's just my person. So sure. That's cool. But if it works, that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Sometimes it does. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you know, I, um, I definitely try to get his, his – get get my have my ear hear it in as many situations as possible and play it with other pedals and you know put it on a pedal board and hear if it's like is there like a a phase issue or something really noisy or something weird happening you know so like try to do that and but you know sometimes you you just never know how it's going to react with someone else's thing and it could just you know crash and burn terribly so i guess 
doing a lot of distortions and overdrives and fuzzes, that thing, that element of stacking with other pedals, it's probably quite important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, I I get asked a lot about how things stack with other things, and sometimes I genuinely don't know. Mm. Um, you know, I, I honest honestly never really compared or used my my Golden Fleece with a wah, which is stupid. I don't know why I hadn't. Okay. <laughs> sure. Um, because you know, like fuzz after a wah, that's a pretty famous com- yeah. combination. Yeah. I have a wah. Um, <laughs> But I just never done it, and so people would ask me, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, give me, give me ten minutes. But yeah, I try out. to do that. Yeah, I, yeah. I found out. Uh, sure. I, it it, oh, it sure. does fine. It works okay. Okay. <laughs> nice. Um, oh, what was it? Oh, is it? Oh. I think that's a, it's a helicopter. Okay. All right. <laughs> I was gonna say, is that, is that he or is that? That was an interesting noise. Um, yeah, where right. was I? What was I thinking? Uh, 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 um. Okay, so we've got delay coming out. We've got uh, collaborations coming out at some stage. Um, yeah, when's your next trip to Australia? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I uh, I want to go. Uh, the goal next year. Yeah, uh, I've never been outside the states, which is a shame. But um, I want to go to to London and and see Andertons and Danish Pete and hang out with Rob Chapman. Uh, and uh, go to that pedal show, and then uh, I've got to get a dealer in in Japan. So <clears throat> my yeah. son will be two in May, and before that he can ride on our seat. We don't have to buy him a plane ticket. That's true. Yep. <laughs> so hopefully, sometime before May, I can go to Tokyo, and then since I'm already going to be kind of on that side, I mean, like only about eight nine hours away. Only about an eight <laughs> yeah, nine hour flight still, away. So it's, yeah, it's nothing. It's still, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fairly close. <laughs> Uh, but it's not that expensive, so I thought yeah. oh, I'll just fly down to Australia. Yeah. Sure, um, yeah. So, and my my wife is going to come with me, and we'll right. you know we'll take the boy, and um, uh, why not? Cool. You know, so I want to, I want to come, but I'll have to I'll have to go to Deluxe Guitars, so you'll have to you know come to me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually went to a um, for a holiday in Tokyo in March, just gone with my my girlfriend and myself. I, and the guitar, That's awesome. Yeah, I, the guitar shops are insane. It's insane there. And I know shops, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. when I worked at Carter's, um, Japanese collectors would would they, they they just come to the states, they get a box truck, and they just drive and fill it up uh-huh. and then ship yeah. them back. Yeah. And so and like a lot of it was like they weren't even batting an eye because the guitars here, which are expensive, were even more expensive over there because they're so rare. Yeah. So they were just like, I'll take that, I'll take that, I'll take that. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's really cool. What, what a job. Well, yeah. I want that job. That's a, that's a cool job. Oh, man. You yeah. have to become Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. You, just, you just get in. Yeah, it's cool. No, it's, it's amazing, the shops over there, and, and vintage shops. You go and look at vintage shops, and they'll be all pristine because they don't like things mm. that aren't pristine, so it has to be pristine. And just amazing yeah. amount of stuff, and just the sheer amount of it is insane. I know, yeah, I, I've got to go. It's it's definitely on on the list for next year. Hopefully, it'll happen. But yeah. I, I feel very lucky to be in Nashville, you know, outside of Nashville now, and being able to like work at places, and you know, have all these other great stores that I get to go and like, you know, dick around at because you know I get to play bursts and all these vintage things and like. Mm. S- and get to try all this stuff and it's it's been such an incredible and and like it's such an educational thing just to just to be able to hold a lot of stuff because i'm i'm such a nerd like 
Mm-hmm. I have a 59 reissue and like, I still get bothered by certain things that aren't right. And I've already like changed every single component on that guitar. And I'm like, you know, my trust rod cover just isn't, it doesn't have quite <laughs> drives my wife crazy. Yeah. She'll be like, what's that tiny little box? I'm like, Oh, it's a, it's a selector switch for my Les Paul. She's like, how much was that? I'm like, $30, $30. <laughs> but it has to be done. There's, that's, just... that's right. It'll drive me crazy. <laughs> have you just because you mentioned Dumble? Have you ever had any interaction with with Howard Dumble at all, or is it? Oh no, because I mean that's no, the no. total opposite of a guy who wants to be part of the community and out there, and he's like as introvert as it gets. And just all the stories yeah, no, we hear I've, about him, he's just yeah. I've heard these like from the people that that kind of, kind of deal with him. He's really nice. Uh, like Jason Isbell says, he's like really nice, um, but. I've never no. I have, I haven't met as many like amp guys um, as I have like guitar builders and and of course pedal builders. Yeah, um, yeah. It's funny like the pedal building community in Nashville is so strong because we have, of course we have me and then um, Matt Hoops from 1981 Inventions, yeah. the DRV yeah. pedal, uh, Grant uh, Big Ear pedals, yeah. uh, uh, AWOL, uh, Rutec. We have a lot of uh, really cool pedal brands here in town it's, it's pretty neat i don't it doesn't seem like there's anywhere else in the country that has this concentration of like builders and uh such a different like different types of builders at the same time that's cool that's very cool yeah, nice. that's a, well that's, yeah. that's a place i would love to i've been saying that for ages but um nashville I've, I've been to to new york i've been to la but i've never been sort of nashville that's a place i would love mm-hmm. to go and visit sometime that's um it come, sounds very come to summer nam well, RJ's already offered that we can sleep in his basement. So, uh. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, that's where all the guitars are. Well, so. exactly. That's a cool place. I was just going to ask: Does he have a basement? <laughs> well, his studio's yeah, in that... his basement. Okay, cool. His studio's in his basement. Could it just be out in the garden? And then... yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'd, I'd love to. I'd, I'd very, very. Be, uh, that's that's that's. It's on the list. We've both. Well, we've got a friend who lives there too. So yeah, um, a friend you know. friend here is now um, lives in Nashville and plays downtown. But um, we were talking about. I'm talking about going to. Uh, Winter Nam this this coming yeah January uh, okay are you gonna go yeah, to uh, that one I'm gonna be there uh, I'm not gonna have a booth um, just yeah. because it's um, I can't decide if it's worth it for for me yet because yeah. you know for the amount of money that it takes for a guy like me to do all that um, I think about the same amount of money I could spend on on going to England and doing videos and how like yeah. that would. Grow, grow my brand so much more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, potentially, mm. you know. So, like, plus you get to I, go I, but I, overseas. <laughs> plus you get to go to England, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, like get a full line working holiday. I, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah of yeah. course. When I think of traveling abroad, I'm thinking about well, I need to do this, and I need to do that, and it's like work, 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 and like it doesn't even occur to me like, oh, I could actually see something neat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know. There's roads that are older than my government, which uh, is in a bit of a mess right now. But the um, let's, let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, uh, uh, the, the yeah, so I'm gonna have uh, at Nam. I'll have a board at Revolta, which uh, do Novo guitars and, and that's of like Eastwood, a, Eastwood a Revolta Novo guitar. thing, isn't it? That's like three with Eastwood or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Cool. Dennis Fano designed them. Eastwood builds them, um, but they're all set up 
so far as I know, they're all set up in Nashville, and they do like the final prep, and it's like okay. they, they put a bone nut on it. Yeah, it's kind of you know the Schecter thing where they're you know they're made mm-hmm. overseas, they set them up you know in the states. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and they're, they're incredible guitars, so I want to have a, a board there. Um, I may have a board. I think Mason from Vertex might have like a party, like an industry party, and I might take a board over there. But I'm just going to be there, kind of roaming around. Um, oh, cool. I'll be by myself, uh, so I'll probably just be like you know, just like day drinking all day and just kind of <laughs> <laughs> just like okay i'm definitely going <laughs> how's it going <laughs> i'm zach you want to buy some pedals <laughs> but uh, you know it's funny if, you, if you're a nam member yeah, yeah uh <laughs> if you're a nam member and you're you're caught soliciting your stuff and you don't have a booth they'll like they'll kick you out oh wow okay so ah. yeah because <laughs> i get that email every time i like get my badge it's like you know, do not try to sell your own stuff at NAM without a booth because we will oh, ask wow. you to leave. Okay. okay. So. Ah. ah, well, that's all right. I guess that's their <laughs> but thing. But I'm going to do it thing. anyway. So yeah. <laughs> they're not listening, right? <laughs> no, no. There's, no there's, well, there's the three of us and about another three people that listen to this podcast. So that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the best kind of podcasts. <laughs> and one of them is my mum. Hi, mum. And right. <laughs> no. so, but but you, I might. I'm, I'm still deciding whether I go to Nam or not. But We're just um, working on the peer pressure thing. So. Peer, yeah, trying to trying to peer pressure yeah. me into going. Oh, um, the FOMO of Nam is so real because, like, yeah. it starts happening. And you're like, why am I not going? See, um, see, see, see. But I will say, <laughs> if you're gonna go, yeah, you need to book a hotel room or something like now. Yeah, I know. Like my flight. Uh, was like you know a couple hundred bucks, but my hotel room was like to to be near the convention center, because um, you know I, I'm I'm renting a car, but I don't have to drive every day. And if you've never been to Anaheim, it's a, it's a zoo, so yeah, uh, it was like insanely expensive for a hotel room, uh, and not a nice one either. But you know, so if you're gonna go, that's what everyone says. Yeah, that's what, that's that's. Um, I was talking to some other YouTuber mm. guys, and they were saying, yeah, that the the hotels is the difficult part. Or you live, or you stay somewhere where it takes an hour to travel to to Nam every day. Yeah, and that that's the thing. It's like, I mean, if you if you're there with people you know, you can like share a car or something, and then it it'd be great. But like the thought, because when, when I was there, the this this year there was a protest going on on yeah. like the, the street like perpendicular to the convention center yeah. and so you couldn't even get out of the parking lot um so yeah. we like my my poor wife and i just like didn't do anything like it was really boring but uh you know you're right behind disney world too or Di- disneyland yeah so like there's all this all, all sorts of people there's people everywhere and so it's really hard to get around so i like i totally recommend if you can go uh, and, and find a place is and just just stay within walking distance walking, because yeah, that's what everyone says. Yeah, it's yeah. not that hot, and you can you can you know you can huff it. You know. Okay. Cool. Good to know. So you got to get organized. Yeah, we've been looking at a com because I think we're going to make a uh, holiday out of it with my girlfriend mm-hmm. and I. And, um, <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, try and hang out in that part of California for maybe two weeks or something. Right. Well, there's so much to do because you know Anaheim is. It, it feels like a you know theme park town, but mm. you can go out to LA. You know, there's you know, Orange yeah. County. There's all sorts of cool stuff you can go see. So it's not, you know, you don't have to like. I'm mm. not even gonna. I'm gonna go to the convention center and roam around, but I'm not gonna stay there. I think you know yeah. I'm gonna. RJ and I are talking about just like spending a day just goofing off and running around. So hopefully, 
you know, I'm not going to spend all day just, you know, talking to people. And that's the hardest thing about NAM is like, you'll, you'll be walking around and someone will say, you know, talk to me about something. And then you like, you're there for an hour mm-hmm. and then you're walking away and the same thing happens. And before you know it, like you've been there for, you know, six hours and you've no, not been able to move, you yeah. know, a hundred feet. Sure. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Oh well, I, 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 I'm still, I'm still. Uh, uh, he's yeah, getting the peer pressure thing. But I'll, I'll see if I, I'd like. To, I'd love to go one day. But, um, <laughs> I, I, but it's the other thing. It's right in the middle of school. It's the summer holidays here, school holidays. Mm-hmm. So my wife is kind of you know doing. Oh, so you're going to go away for a week and have fun while I'm stuck here with the kids during school holidays. <laughs> And then I do that. Oh, you can come. Maybe you guys could go to Disneyland while I'm there because it's right next door. And then she goes, Ah, so you want me to take the two kids by myself to Disneyland? Oh, yeah, that's cool. so. <laughs> no, no, none of the options are working out really well at the moment, but I'll see what I can do. <laughs> well, that's why I, when I tell people, like when people ask me, should I go to winter or summer NAM? I say go to summer NAM uh, because yeah. it's you're in Nashville. You can walk out of the convention center and there's just like music and food and like stuff. Uh, and it's relatively a nice city, you know, so there's, there's a lot of, you know, fun things to do while you're there. And, um, Anaheim just feels like, I don't know, I just feel kind of, I felt just very bored the whole time I was there when I wasn't at the convention center. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we'd, but I don't know. I think we're looking at staying somewhere else and then just going there for the day or two. And then I'm sure two days would be heaps. Oh yeah. I mean, you can't see it all. Because yeah. it's essentially three fo- floors of a gigantic convention center, yeah. but um, but yeah, after after about a day and a half, you'll be like, "Yep, yeah, had enough now. Yeah. I got some footage, and <laughs> yeah. I'm ready to totally ready to call it. Uh, Just like take a bunch of business cards and throw it at pedal booths and stuff yeah. while you're leaving, and then you that you've done your job. <laughs> That's all you need. To see, I don't need to be there. Paid for itself. <laughs> yeah, see, you don't need me. <laughs> Cool. Well, uh, just send them to me, and, I, and I'll, I'll throw them at people for you. Yeah, that, that will confuse them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just have a whole bunch of business cards with all different people, and just throw them around. Um, yeah, hey, like confetti. Woo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh well, I was just about to say we've we've gone just a bit over an hour now, so almost an hour and fifteen. So, uh, um, I mean, unless if, is there anything else you would like to the world to know, or the four people that listen? Four <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on! Your your audio audio's gone. Can't hear you now. For whatever reason. Huh? That's interesting. I don't know what's going on. Can you hear us? Oh, because okay. we can't. I can't hear you. Huh? I don't know what's happening. Oh. Everything is still plugged in. We didn't touch anything. Still recording. It's still recording. Check. Oh, check. There, there you are. There you are. You're back. Well, I changed my mic. Let me. Ah. One, two, three. Yeah, yeah. You, you, That's you, cool. You're there. You're there. That's weird. It must have been my computer. It, like, just all my of mic a sudden, went to sleep. All of a sudden went away. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, is there, is but, there any, anything else you want? Uh, you want uh, the world of of Australian podcasts with really long, stupid names uh, to to. <laughs> know <laughs> oh man mm. now, I, you know i don't know I, I uh besides like the the standard follow me on instagram yeah. at, at those pedals.com well we'll put uh, all the links we'll put links to your your all your social media and stuff we'll put that in the in the description below so that'll, that'll be in the in the podcast description 
right? And I, I don't think there's anything else that's, I mean, I, you know, I've talked about the new stuff. I've talked about uh, where I came from and what I, how I got started. I guess that's important. I, I, I uh, discuss my, my terrible mustache right now, and, and uh, which would, that should be that should be the thumbnail for it. We just take a, have a, just a photo of just your mustache. Oh god! Yeah, it's just on the internet forever. There's a picture of me. From, I did a, an article with uh, Original Fuzz, the guitar strap people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, like, don't now that I've said that, people are going to look it up. But oh, don't we, look it we will up. look it up. We'll definitely look it up. <laughs> because the picture of me, I had this huge. I was probably. I probably weighed 10 or 15 pounds less than I do now, but I had this huge beard and my hair was really long and I just look so weird. Like this doesn't even look weird to me compared to the pictures of me from that. Okay. <laughs> and like I, I would, I would pay a, any amount of money. Well, not any amount of, I'd pay a large, I'd pay a large amount of money if I could say, Hey, can we change those pictures? <laughs> take them off the internet. Well, maybe, but, maybe we'll have a link to that uh, in the description below. <laughs> <laughs> when, when I, when I did the between two fenders with, with RJ yeah. and in the Good. middle of it, I talked about my obsession with Ghostbusters and how I have like a suit and I have the car. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have a '59 Cadillac Miller Meteor. Oh wow! It's, okay, it's, it's still. Fantastic. Yeah, I bought it on eBay. It's the dumbest thing ever, but I, I do have it. Um, <laughs> but he put a picture of me. It's cool. In because I do have like a, a a film accurate Ghostbusters like jumpsuit. Oh um, wow! Okay. Yeah, and uh, he put a picture of me after I first got it. This was like, I don't know, 2009 or so, and this is when everybody's hair was like swooped in front of them. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah when yeah. that was. Thing, yeah, yeah, and it's me like that, and it it's so embarrassing. He found it on my Facebook, <laughs> and he like posted it on there. He's like, and I said, "Is that going to be in like the final video?" Video, and he was like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> no." Well, well, the good thing is you don't have to worry about video here. It's all this is just audio. So <laughs> okay, well, thank God. But for there's that. links. There will be links. <laughs> but no, <Okay. laughs> I think I honestly think I deleted that picture off my Facebook. So okay. Um, oh, oh. Hopefully it's gone forever. Oh, oh. We gotta, we gotta, oh, we gotta oh. just freeze frame Ajay's video. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, that. Pop it. <laughs> Put it on Imager. Yeah, Zach yeah. Rolls Mythos Ghostbusters uniform. <laughs> God. So has it got your name on it as well? The name tag, or is it? Is it? Yeah, it has my last name. Okay. Nice. And uh, I have. Cool. I don't have a proton pack. I have the. I have a belt and the walkie-talkie and the elbow pads and the gloves and boots and stuff. <laughs> but uh, I want to build a proton pack. It's but fantastic. it's like, you know, where do I draw the line? In, you know, in a way. <laughs> well, because my wife is like, you know, she wants to. You know, we we need. We just bought our house and like it needs some renovating. And she's like, you know, you can have a proton pack after we put new carpet upstairs. After you get a new bedroom what's, suite, what's what's so, car, what's what's new carpet? You know, when you can have a proton pack. Come on, <laughs> get your priorities right. right I mean, that's what I, I say. <laughs> you know, when when our son's in high school, he's going to see that and be like, "What the hell is that?" And you know, I want to have this great story. But, you know, <laughs> I've got a friend. Okay. I mean, on a, on, a, on a side note, I've got a good friend, and he's really into Star Wars, mm. and he has full outfits, and it's been very hot here, very very hot. I mean, in Celsius you know, high 30s and 40s. So I don't know. It's probably close to 100 degrees, 100 degrees, roughly 100 right, degrees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, a couple of days ago, they had a big Comic-Con here and he dressed up in full Stormtrooper uniform. Oh, man. <laughs> and he went to it. It's, it's, I, uh, yeah. 
That's I want, it takes I, I want that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want I want all that too. My son for Halloween was was Luke, and like I I was like, well, if he's gonna be Luke Skywalker, he's gonna he's had to have a lightsaber. And my wife was like, oh, we're just gonna get, get like a PVC pipe pipe and like paint it, you know, silver. I'm like, no, no, no. So I found a a 3D printed <laughs> uh, version of Yoda's lightsaber. Oh wow. Um, because it's kind of scaled to a small yeah, child, and yeah. so I I built that for him, and uh, like uh, after like an hour, he dropped it and it was like snapped Aww. in half, and I was like, well, <laughs> but um, but but yeah, so I, I I'm I'm totally if it, that's the one last thing that people can know about me is just I'm an absolute nerd. Um, I don't like sports. I don't like a lot of stuff. I like you know dorky movies and video games. And when I'm not playing pedals, oh. I'm like you're you're nerdy in good, out on you're in good company here. You're in very good. Company. Well, good. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> Have you seen a um? What's his name? It's not Jamie. It's the other guy from MythBusters, the blonde guy. Oh, Adam. Adam. Adam, Adam, Adam Savage. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen yeah. his? Uh, I watched Tested. Tested. Yeah, I was gonna say. Have you seen that stuff? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm, okay. I'm a I'm a long subscriber to Tested. So that yep. usually like I, I don't listen to a lot of music while I build. I watch YouTube, and so sure. most of the stuff I watch is either guitar related things or um, like Adam Savage and like prop builders and three yeah, D printing shows. And like I don't have any of that stuff, but like I love it. So <laughs> yeah, it, man. I, it, I wanted to make it. Oh, go ahead. Oh, his workshop's insane. Oh no, and and I um I want to make him a, a positron collider just for him <laughs> and the pedal and give it to him because if anybody would appreciate it, it's him and he he plays ukulele so I'm like just plug your uke into this and rock out you know <laughs> that's fantastic that's all yeah, that's all. yeah and, do, do and, it and it's it's big, I'm start the st- I'm trying to start a new subgenre of metal which is called ukulele so you know it <laughs> would work perfectly for that. <laughs> oh man a drop tune ukulele we did we did um at this thing in germany that i was i was at where i met uh, rj uh, myself and mm. another guy we did um a video with uh one of the massive engel amps the mm-hmm. i think it's called a savage actually speaking of adam savage oh, i think yeah. it's called the savage 120 like four channel massive high gain engel amp and we had a ukulele bass <laughs> and a double neck ukulele that we played through it Full distortion, <laughs> and because it's got a built-in gate, it didn't feed back. It was fantastic. Oh, so it wasn't like howling the whole time. No, 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 because the gate is built in, and it sounded really good. So that's just you know, Man, just throwing it out there, you know. <laughs> you know those those uke bases are really cool. Like the ones with like the rubbery strings. That's the one. The that's the one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've They're got neat. One. They're yeah. really neat. I you got one. I want yeah, yeah. one. For, I don't. I don't need one. I can barely play a normal bass. <laughs> oh, everyone needs one. Yeah. Double neck, right. double neck is but the, it's, that's the way to go. It's really weird to play because they're so soft. The strings, you, I, when I first got it, I kept bending it sharp, bending notes sharp, right? Because you press down and kind of whoo, <laughs> goes up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once you get yeah. once you get the left hand right, it's fine. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I, I like it. Uh, we had a we had a fretless one at, mm. at Carter's, and I, I seriously wanted to buy it, but, but you know, for no stupid reason other than just wanting to have that laying around the house. But it'd be right there next to the proton pack. So that's something. That's something maybe for the future is a, a, a high gain distortion pedal, specifically voiced for ukulele and ukulele bass. Right. Just well, throwing you know, it out there. I think, <laughs> you, I think you could tap into a whole genre of of distortion for for non traditional instruments. You just have a gate on it, and you have that's you it. know like a uke switch and a uh, acoustic yeah. guitar and mandolin. Yep. Uh, 
mandolin, violin, you know, mm-hmm. uh, what else? I think it, it, it yeah, un- untapped the potential. The gamba, all sorts of stuff. <laughs> untapped potential. <laughs> well, on that note, on that note, uh, <laughs> thank you so much, Zach, for being, for being on the show and, and uh, yeah. um, for having a bit of a chat and talking about uh, proton packs and stuff. uh, (laughs) absolutely if anyone out there needs to nerd out on ghostbusters and (laughs) and guitar pedals at the same time i am your guy okay (laughs) (laughs) all right we'll put the links to that below as well um so yeah so i'll put all the links to your website and social media and and possibly embarrassing photos uh all in the description below (laughs) please make sure to go and check it all out um also we always do this thing where uh, whatever it is you're looking at, if you make it this far into the podcast, whatever it is you're looking at while you're listening to this podcast, take a photo of it and send it to us. So we know, you know, it's quite interesting mm. what people do while they listen to the podcast. So we always, <laughs> that's just one of the things we always sort of do. And, and um, yeah. People so on, on trains and... People on trains. Tra- and driving in, trucks. In and a guy in a crane. Working? What? Yeah, yeah. That's a uh, that's kind of scaring. I scary, know, isn't I know. It? And a guy and a guy in a car, but he said he did pull over. And uh, yeah, it's amazing yeah. where people are when they listen to the podcast. So we just always take a. You don't have to be in it. Just whatever it is you're looking at, and um, send it to superfunawesomehappytime at gmail.com or go to our um, Facebook or Instagram and, and send it to us there. And uh, yeah, so Zach, thank you so much, and lovely chatting with you, and, and kind of quasi meeting you. And yeah, yeah. you never know, we might, or Alex, or both mm. of us might see you at NAM. You never know. Well, yeah, if you're there, please find me. Thanks fun. for having me. Okay. Thanks, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for hanging out. And, and uh, yeah. bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. bye.